Remember when everyone would ask you when you were little, what do you want to be when you grow up? And now we're grown up and don't know what we're doing with our lives. Hi, my name is Madeline and I am a college and career life coach. I help high school students, college students, and other young adults navigate the confusion that is life after graduation. Whether it's choosing your first career path or changing to a new career path, I am here to help you figure out what it is that you are doing with your life. So welcome, get comfortable, and let's hang out together. Hi everybody, I am back to give you another episode and I think I'm going to make this a bonus episode because this was not one of my planned episodes and normally I don't necessarily script them but I make bullet points that I want to cover because my undiagnosed ADHD brain likes to jump all over the place. So today's a little bit different um, but I wanted to get on here and talk about something that I realized I hadn't necessarily touched on before. So I know you guys hear me talk a lot about how work-life balance was more important to me than the money that my job was providing for me. So I took the big leap of faith to live off my savings and start my business. I always said that, you know, I was working too much. I didn't feel appreciated. The workload was crazy. The amount of labor of the work that I was doing was also a lot to handle for me. So I just have always talked about that, but I've, I never talked about like the other parts of why I wanted to step back and have more time given back to my life. I've always talked about those parts, but I never necessarily touched on the other things that helped me make my decision to leave. And I always say I wanted more time for myself, for my friends, for blah, 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 whatever. Um, and I just wanted to expand more on that because I feel like maybe some people can relate and I haven't necessarily been talking about it enough. So I have a big family and we for the last 33 years have been getting together for family dinners at a specific restaurant every week. So it was a big transition for me to start working second shift and suddenly have to miss out on those things. And like I said before, I was second shift worked for me personally. I love that schedule for myself, but I, I'm not the only person that I have to take into account when I'm evaluating if I feel fulfilled in my life. If I was the only person in my life, then it would have been fine. But the fact that I have other people in my life that I value time with and that I want to see, that schedule that I thought was going to work out really great for me slowly did not work out great for me. Everybody in my life is on first shift schedule, so they're free in the evenings throughout the week, and they're free on the weekends. So we did have weekends that overlapped, which I'm very grateful for. But like I've mentioned before, my weekends felt overwhelming to me, and that was supposed to be my time of rest. And my weekends became 
overwhelming to me and just another triggering thing that made me cry over the unhappiness that I was feeling in my job and in my life in general at the time. The weekend is what, two days? So 48 hours roughly that you have to be able to enjoy yourself and fit in all the things that you want to fit in. First of all, I don't feel like we should be only given two days a week, but that's a topic for another time. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I was working five days a week and, you know, some can say, well, you have time during the day if you're working second shift. Yeah, I did. And that was really great, especially for my friends that were either still in school and could work their schedules around mine and we could meet during the day or for those who were working three 12 hour shifts and had four other days off during the week. That worked great for that. But the majority of the people in my life did not fall under those circumstances. Not only that, but like I've said before, me being chronically ill and pushing my body to the limit every single day for a paycheck, I had to spend a lot of my time at home relaxing and resting so that I could do it again for five days in a row, over and over. (laughs) And it That's really what made me so miserable is I felt like, number one, so much of my life is dedicated to this job. I really get only three or four hours at home per day to myself. Most of that is spent resting. And then on the days that I do have to use that time for something else, I feel like I didn't get to rest enough, which makes me upset. It just felt like I was in a situation that I couldn't win. And it took a lot of reflection for me to be like, okay, this is not the life that I want for myself. This is not what I imagine my adult life being like. And I'm not going to be happy if I keep this up long term. I was very aware of that. But back to the weekend thing. So I have a boyfriend. We've been together for a long time now. And he works five days a week for a shift. So we weren't able to see each other Monday through Friday. And so I only had Saturday and Sunday with him. And really it sucks that we were on opposite schedules because I, when I would wake up, he'd already be at work. When I'm going to work, he's getting off work. And then while I'm at work, he's at home enjoying his free time. Then by the time I get off work, he's already asleep because I didn't get off work till midnight. And, you know, he's got to be up at like four or five in the morning. So that was a struggle for us, even for us to communicate outside of seeing each other like this. We just didn't have a lot of time that lined up. The communication was spotty and that's neither of our fault. But yeah, that was rough. And then seeing him on the weekends, you know, we could see each other on Saturday. Uh, Both of us are involved in church. So a lot of times we have to go to bed at a decent time Saturday night so we can get up early and do church in the morning on Sunday. We don't always serve at the same church. So that also took some time away from us. And then we have Sunday afternoons. A lot of times we want to nap because we've been up early. That takes time away from us. And then in the evening, we only have limited time because he has to go to bed early and do it all over again. So That was a struggle for us in our relationship, being able to make time for each other and spend the proper amounts of time with each other. 
I just felt like we were missing out on a lot of quality time and I didn't necessarily feel super close with him because even with the time that we did have mentally, I'm not well because I'm upset that this job is literally weighing so heavily on my life. And like a lot of times I'm using that time to like talk to him about it and which ends in me crying. And, you know, it was just a hard time for us for sure. So he was one example of a person in my life that I was struggling to maintain the relationship with. But let's talk about my family. I have parents. I have a sister. I have grandparents. I have aunts and uncles. I have cousins. And my one of my cousins had triplets in 2020. And so I was still in school when she had them. And a lot of the time that I was still in school, they were they were premature because they were triplets. And they were spending a lot of time at home. They were very picky about who came over, you know, as they should with newborns. So I didn't get to really see them a lot in the beginning. So by the time that I graduated, I still wasn't necessarily seeing them a whole lot. But as I started working, they started coming around more. I started to be able to see them. They are growing and flourishing and developing. And I wasn't seeing them as much as I would like because the majority of my family was seeing them on the nights that we all got together for our family dinner, which I was missing because I worked second shift. So I hated not being able to see them and be a part of them growing up as much as I wanted to be. Plus, I'm friends with my cousin. Like, we're more than just family. Like, we actually have a friendship. So that was just another one of the relationships that was being put on the back burner because at the end of the day, I was going to prioritize me relaxing and me hanging out with my boyfriend over seeing my family, which kind of sounds bad because there were times that I would go see my family, but that's just like how it worked out. So I'm very fortunate to have all four of my grandparents still alive and still doing pretty well. And I was in very deep thought about that too, because I'm like, I'm struggling to make time for everybody on the weekends. The time that I would normally see them, I'm having to work through that time. So I felt bad that I didn't get to see them enough. And it was just like, I was tired of arriving to my weekends. You know, weekends are supposed to be times for relaxing, recharging, you know, hanging out with people if you want to just, you know, doing whatever you want with your free time. And I still felt confined during my weekends. I felt overwhelmed because I felt like guilty because all of these people I need to see and I it's literally impossible for me to make time for everybody so I have to pick and choose which relationship is going to more or less suffer for me to be able to spend time with somebody else and so I felt guilty about that if I if I were to take time to see my grandparents or to see the triplets and my cousins or whoever it may be my parents I would be sacrificing time with my friends or my boyfriend and I just, it was never a win-win for me and that became extremely heavy for me and I did not like that feeling at all. Close to the time of me quitting, because I had already decided I was going to quit long before I actually quit, it started out with like a thought and I was like, hey, I could actually probably do this, but I don't know really for sure what my next step is. And then it snowballed into, okay, I kind of have a plan and I could see myself doing this. 
And so a month before I actually quit, I already planned the day that I was going to put my two weeks in so that I could be finished by a certain date. And full transparency, I only stayed as long as I did because I knew we were getting a bonus and I wanted to collect that bonus as I should because I deserved it. But anyway, um, close to the time that I quit, my grandparents got sick with COVID and thank God it was not super bad. It was kind of just like a cold. They were lethargic or not lethargic, but fatigued and they were able to stay home and just heal and rest from there. But in the back of my mind, when I found out they had COVID, I could not stop thinking about how, what if it was worse for them? What if it was worse for them? And these last few months of their lives, I spent it working and not seeing them. And that like made me so upset that I was like, yeah, that's further confirmation that I'm doing the right thing. And that whether I were to, you know, leave the x-ray field completely or not, this type of job that I'm in is not something that is serving me any longer. So there were just very, very many things weighing heavily on me. And also I felt like even though the job is different every day, I liked that it was exciting. I liked that we had traumas. I liked that we had surgeries, a lot of times emergency surgeries or last minute surgeries or emergency cases. Um, you know, it was just exciting to me, even though the exciting part for me meant something bad for other people, which kind of didn't sit right with me. But I don't know, it was an interesting job. It held my interest for a while because I didn't necessarily get bored at work. But that was like a blessing and a curse because me not getting bored at work allowed me to survive there for a while. But then it ran me into the ground and drained me so much that I was like, I have nothing left to give to this job. Like we're expected in the healthcare field to give 110% to every single patient that we interact with over an eight hour shift. And that's a lot of patients, especially for people like x-ray techs, you know, nurses, they get assigned a certain amount of patients per shift, right? Um, not to say that they can't see more or less than that, but for x-ray, every order we get is pretty much most times a new patient. So if I do 20 or 30 x-rays per shift, I'm seeing 20 or 30 patients. Well, that's a maximum because sometimes we can have more than one x-ray on a patient, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I'm coming into contact with a lot of people that are hurting and sick and I'm expected to give 110% to every single one of them. And I felt like with my job and I'm not, you know, talking about a specific employer or a specific location because I have seen this theme throughout the healthcare field in this country as a whole. So I don't want anybody to think that I'm bashing a certain healthcare system or hospital or anything, but we're expected to give 110%. And what we're giving back for that is wages that are lower than what we deserve, barely getting any PTO paid time off, having to ask permission to call out if I'm sick, basically. 
I always felt so bad. Tell me why I felt bad to call in and say that I was sick. I should have never felt bad. I should have put myself first and not cared. But in reality, I felt bad because I was leaving people short-staffed. Because we were barely hanging on with staffing. And then towards the end of my time there, we definitely were understaffed and it was kind of crazy, which made me realize, you know, I'm so glad I'm getting out of here. <laughs> but then we get raises like maybe once a year and that's fine, but um, still getting underpaid. We get bonuses once a year and they split it into like two different payments. So you get one bonus, but... I guess it's made to feel like two bonuses because you get them like a few months apart. And not to say that I'm ungrateful because that stuff did really help me while I was there, but like it didn't sustain me in that career field. Because I was somebody who was flexible with my schedule and was willing to work, it's that whole idea like the hard workers get punished with more work and the people that don't carry their weight don't get punished at all and aren't held accountable. That's what I felt like. And I feel like that goes for any workplace, honestly, but... That's what I felt like. And I felt like because I was a hard worker, because I was willing to say yes to things that that's what burned me out because I was being asked for more and more and more. And especially as a new grad, as a new grad, you feel like you have something to prove. You want to prove to these people that, you know, you can work and you can do the same things that they do, even if you're fresh out of school. You know, and that's the mindset I had, but like that very quickly wore off because I was like, I can't do this to myself anymore. So anyway, that was a long little tangent. I felt like I gave my everything and got so little back. And on top of that, this job was taking a lot of my time, taking so much of my work-life balance. I was just work, 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 rest, 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 do it all over again. And I came to hate that. And as I don't, I didn't hate my job, so to speak. I just hated how it treated me. So yeah, that's pretty much my story on that. I wanted to expand more on what I mean by work-life balance because now working from home and working for myself, I can work whatever, whatever hours of the day that I feel productive. Like going into work at 4 p.m. every day, I didn't always feel productive. Some days, especially depending on where I was in my cycle, some days I had more energy than others, but that never mattered because you could never predict what the day's going to bring to you. So I could be having my lowest energy day, but we could be getting swamped at work and I was miserable the whole time. So now I'm able to work at whatever time of the day I feel most productive and I'm actually productive and I, ha I don't have to sit at a desk for long hours to get the same results because I capitalize off of when I'm at my higher energy levels throughout the day and throughout the month. If I need to take a day off because my energy levels are tanked, then I can do that. If I'm sick, I don't have to ask anybody's permission to rest and stay home, but I can also work from my laptop in the bed if I have enough energy to do so. Like I had the flu last month and I was in bed for a week. The first few days, like obviously I like couldn't even like sit up without wanting to lay back down. But towards the end of that, I was still very fatigued, but I could sit in bed and work from my computer. So I was still getting stuff done, which was not making me miss out on money opportunities. 
I still had the potential to get paid while I was in bed, if that makes sense. Because I can work when I want, how much I want, whenever I want. I think I said the same thing twice, but oh well. <laughs> I can take off when I want to go be with my family. If they want to, I'm now going back to family dinners, which is amazing. And I get to see the triplets and my grandparents and my cousins and my aunts and uncles and my parents and my sister and my best friend and my boyfriend, I can do it all. (laughs) And it feels great. And I have time for it all. I make time for it all so that I don't feel like I'm giving my entire life away to a workplace again. And, you know, I knew going into this new position that I'm going to be taking a pay cut, especially here in the beginning. The goal is to be able to make more money than what I was making. But in the beginning, you know, every business starts slow and you aren't always profitable within your first few years. And I was willing to take that risk to be able to give myself fulfillment and happiness otherwise. So when I say that I realized money wasn't everything to me, I realized trading my time and my loved ones and these precious moments in life that I'm never going to get back. I'm never going to get any additional years with my grandparents. I have what I have now. I don't know when their time is coming, but I know once it comes, I don't have to regret looking back on my life that I missed out on their last few years because I was working. Same with the triplets. I get to watch them grow up and this is such an amazing time in their lives. They're two years old. They're funny. They're sassy. They got attitude and they can talk now. So They repeat literally everything you say, so you have to be careful. But it's just funny being able to be around them and watch them grow. It's such a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing seeing my cousin become the mother that she is and taking such amazing care of the triplets. It's just just great to see everybody and to stay in the loop and to be a part of the family again, almost, because it felt like I was an outsider looking in. I was getting updates through other people. I wasn't seeing it for myself and... It just feels so much better to have that back in my life, even if it means I had to sacrifice some money because that money can be made. That money can come back. I can, I'm in control as a small business owner and my own boss. I'm in control of how much money I make. And that's another thing about working for yourself. That's great because you don't have to have a cap on your income. Like there's only so much money I could make. Even if I worked literally every hour of the week at the hospital, There's still only so much money I can make. That's not the case being my own business. So I loved the freedom to work towards financial freedom and to be able to do that as fast as I wanted to and not have to wait on my next raise from my employer. So that's what I mean when I say money isn't everything to me. I realized that because I thought I wanted a job where I could be a workaholic and stack up as much money as possible. But I realized that was not something that was compatible with the life that I want for myself and where I'm at right now in life. So like I said before, I wouldn't have known that that was going to be super important to me until I got in a position where that was taken away from me. And I'm glad that I only spent a year and a half in that job and not anymore because now I'm able to pour into the other areas of my life that I want to see grow instead of being forced to not water them at all. So yeah, I hope that gives you guys some perspective, a little more about me, help you, you know, get to know me and my situation a little more, but also some perspective into, you're not always going to know the answers, but when you know, you know. I mean, really, that's pretty much what happened. Like I knew I was miserable, knew I had to get out. I wasn't exactly sure, but it didn't take me long to figure it out what was next for me. 
But if you know now that like there's something that you're experiencing, like let's say before I chose this job, I knew that we were having family dinners. I knew that that's a part of my life that I didn't want to give up. I should have evaluated that before I took the second shift position even. Or even worked in the x-ray field in general because I talk about knowing your limitations and how I didn't want a physical job for myself long term. But there I was in the medical field where a lot of times it's physically demanding. So, yeah, there's just a lot of factors that you have to consider. And hoping that sharing my story helps you out a little bit more in making that decision for yourself. But if you need somebody to partner with you and figure out what in life that you want to keep and what in life you're willing to sacrifice when it comes to a career, what characteristics you want your career to have, what interests you want your career to align with, you can talk to me. I give the option for you to have a free 30-minute call where we can discuss all of that. We can talk about your situation, what you need, what type of support you need, and We'll make a game plan for you going forward on how to walk down the right path for yourself. So if you're interested in that, I will put that in the show notes. But I hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode. I really spontaneously recorded this, so I hope it helps somebody. Um, And yeah, stay tuned for the next episode that will drop on Wednesday. And I just hope that you stay safe and let's hang out again soon.